0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Nick's Notes. I am thrilled to have two incredible women who have become friends. They actually contacted me for advice on their startup, and they're so brilliant, I ended up picking their brain for advice on my startup. Uh, Allison Greenberg and Audrey Wu from Ruth Health, welcome to the program, ladies.
1: Thank you, Nick. Thanks for
0: having us. So tell me, Allison, you went to Yale and you famously say in your bio that you grew up talking about vaginas, right? And Audrey, you went to UCLA, you worked at places like Reliance. Um, How did you two meet and come together to start a company in the first place?
2: Well, let's rewind to our previous careers before moving into what's called, I guess, femtech. Uh, Allison and I met in the space of conversational AI. Um, I kind of fell into it, you know, 2015, um, building chatbots and voice experiences, and then ended up building a SaaS company called Converge, which I exited to Reliance Geo in 2019. Um, And Allison and I actually met on a panel. um, The Fembit Festival in LA, in Native LA. Uh, Yeah, a good friend of
1: mine uh, invited me to speak. Both of us were speaking on a panel of women in conversational and broader AI, um, and at the time, I was running a conversational AI studio called Flow, based in New York City, where I live now. And basically, we were the two loudest
2: people on the panel. We got the most audience feedback. We got a lot of good feedback. Yeah. You and Allison were great, you know? You and that girl, because Allison actually beamed in. She wasn't even in LA, so she was yeah. a gigantic I was, head.
1: I was like on a, on a big screen. Audrey was there in person with everyone else. But somehow through the digital divide, we hit it off. And it makes a lot of sense because That's kind of when we became friends, colleagues, started working together in the space. And then, you know, Audrey would come to New York, we'd get dinner. I'd go to L.A., we'd get dinner. And actually one night at the Soho House in West Hollywood, this is the famous origin story of RuPaul, we're in a group of several women and everyone's complaining about their experiences at the OBGYN. Yep. So this is of particular interest to me because like you said, I grew up talking about vaginas at the dinner table because my mother is an OBGYN. Wow. So and also our chief medical officer. So yeah. Dr. Viv. Yeah. Uh... Dr. Viv has gotten roped into this company, yeah. although she's trying very hard to retire. And she was sort of the inspiration for our initial work together. In that conversation, people complained about particularly the tools of the trade, the speculum, all the things that are used in a pelvic exam. And Audrey and I left that dinner saying, like, we've never designed a medical device. We have no right to do this. We think we can do better. Yeah. And so, health was actually not our first company together. Our first company together still exists. It's called Dioptra. And we invented a more comfortable, patent-pending, 83%
2: cheaper-to-clean, speculum cover device. And it's actually been funded by the FDA twice. So we actually were able to hire a real-life medical device design company to build something that's not out of our brain. Um, So it's coming out to be super cool. We're really excited. And so as Allison mentioned, that was our first product. And we realized hardware's hard. Very hard. Yes. So we thought, okay, well, people that actually want this device are the end user, us, the woman, and practitioners don't really care. So the idea of Ruth was initially like, maybe we build our own practice to use better tools. But um, that is not really like an annual appointment. It kind of happens like biannually now. So it wasn't high volume. Right. So Ruth health was sort of a pivot off
1: of Dioptra. But it truly sort of catalyzed in Grid 110, amazing LA-based accelerator. We're like deep in the pandemic. This is deep, yeah. deep COVID quarantine days. And we were participating in Grid 110 as Diatra. Mickey Reynolds gets a huge shout out, Managing Director of Grid 110, which is funded by Brad Feld, the City of LA, Mayor Garcetti's office. We had this aha moment. Like this device is important, but there's much bigger push to try women's health how can we use our experience in conversational AI to make the highest volume care moment in a woman's life right. pregnancy easier? Right. And you know, I call up my mom, I'm like, that's a crazy idea. What about like a, a house calls business that mm. also has a telehealth clinic component of it? And we kind of hit the ground running in May of right. 2021 when we saw our first patient. Um, yeah. That was an at-home ultrasound that we did in Brooklyn for a celebrity.
2: It went viral, got two million hits on Instagram and Twitter, and, and off to the races. To yeah. And then we got to White Combinator and then White Combinator has a very much like you know break things and build yeah. fast, but you can't do that with healthcare. So we were like, they're telling us, what can you do in two weeks? What can you launch? And like, not a medical practice. So like, we had to think through different ways to actually be able to launch. Right. So we came up with this uh, public floor recovery service which is taking more of a fitness approach so therefore uh the red tape is you know a lot
0: less right right well look i, I think the founding story is phenomenal i think the product in the space is phenomenal uh, my when, my wife and i who work together as you know and she's a renee and hey renee is my wife and yes. we've had three kids together and w- the first time I ever went to an OBGYN's office as a man was with my wife when we were trying to have kids. And I saw that speculum thing and I was like, <laughs> a man would literally never allow this to happen, period. Like it would yeah. literally, the it species that. the species would be extinct. No man has occurred to do this. End of discussion, right? Well, and, well, an
1: anal speculum.
0: Huh? Sorry. An anal
1: speculum. I'm just okay. uncomfortable. <laughs> when we filed for the patent, our, our device is patent pending. We had to check anal speculum, nasal speculum, yeah. so it's so funny you say that. Don't Google it. You're going to yes. really ask yes. I, I don't want to. <laughs> Trust me. not it. a yes. speculum, but you're right. It, it right. was designed by uh, a man who abused women of color in the 1850s. Yeah. It's, a, it's,
2: a, it's a torture device. It's yeah. a literal torture yeah. device. It, it literally is. We did so much research on that. And then we did more research into the state of women's health in the states right now. And maternal mortality was just shocking.
0: Yeah. And for those that listen to this podcast, you know we've talked about this before, right? That maternal fetal mortality is a measure of a society's progression. And in America, we have a unique situation because most countries have a maternal fetal mortality rate. OK, the best countries in the world are around five, some of the worst countries in the world are around 50. But they're generally in that country. That's the rate. The United States of America, if you're in Los Angeles, California, that number is seven. If you're in Texas, that number is thirty five. Right. And so there are this is an issue, unfortunately, because of the patriarchy of male driven politics in America. It is an issue that has taken on political flavor. Women's health is affected by politics men's health is not right and it shouldn't be but the thing i want to talk about with audrey and allison and i want to say because they weren't first-time entrepreneurs but they approached me because i had heel in a house call company to help and what they i get i get asked for help frequently partly because of this show what they did that i loved they had specific questions they had researched my background They wanted something out of the conversation, and they brought something to the conversation, and they pitched their idea so so elegantly and so inspiringly that I was like, of course I want to help this company because it deserves to succeed. And if you can't do that for your business, forget me because I'm just a guy. You're not going to get money for it. And they're proof that if you do it right, you will get money. And the kind of traction they've generated in such a short time is amazing. So tell us exactly what Ruth Health does and what it will do in two and three years from now.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Nick. Um, that's very kind. And honestly, it's...
2: We studied Heal.com yeah. so your, much before we met you.
1: convinced us that our model was possible. All of this is ironic now because due to COVID raging, due to then the Delta variant becoming a thing our house calls have basically been put on the back burner, but we may bring them back someday. So today Ruth Health is the telehealth clinic for pregnancy. And we treat pregnant people for a couple of specific things. We're pretty focused at this moment, it's November of 2021 on postpartum. Because postpartum women in America are severely underserved. They're not served at all. Yeah, right? Like, you get this, Renee, like all women in America, probably got one postpartum visit six weeks after giving birth times three.
0: Yep. One
1: visit, 15 minutes. That's not enough time to say, I'm incontinent. It hurts to have sex. I'm having lactation issues. I don't feel good in my body. There's a a litany of issues that crop up after this huge moment of your life that is birth. So we developed pelvic training and recovery, which is a 30-minute sort of telehealth fitness session inspired by pelvic floor physical therapy to treat the 83% of women. So that's four out of five women experience some kind of pelvic floor prolapse after giving birth. Right.
2: That sometimes it's really bad that it actually literally hangs out, and right. that's something that a lot of women take right. as normal. Third,
1: third degree prolapse. Yeah. Your right. cervix is hanging outside your body. And we have patients who come to us, they fill out the onboarding questionnaire, we ask if you have prolapse, if you have pelvic floor disorder, they say no. And then we go through questions. Our amazing head of pelvic training and birth work, Kimberly, will we'll ask them questions before they start doing exercises. And one patient in particular said, you know, I think I think my vagina was disfigured. Yeah. I think the birth of my three-year-old, this was three years later. Right. She said, you know, I think something happened and, and it, I've never looked or felt the same. After a few questions, we discover that it's prolapse. Yeah. She has severe pelvic floor prolapse. Right. This is a condition that just yeah. doesn't get treated or diagnosed right. enough. And it's typically not covered by insurance. So." A lot of what we're offering right now, we're about to launch C-section recovery, which is another sort of fitness based product right. and then virtual lactation support. Yep. So these are things that almost every birthing person experiences. They have to deal with lactation, whether or not they breastfeed, they have to deal with their pelvic floor, whether or not they experience prolapse. And we're just trying to make pregnancy a less frustrating thing and recovery yeah. from
2: birth, an easier thing that can pop onto your calendar and right. into your life. Well, it it should be a basic right. right. Countries like the UK and France, all of this stuff is a given yeah. that it's covered. Even, and we're so far behind
0: e- Even lactation consulting. And, you know, people, like, imagine, for the guys listening to this, imagine that a part of your body was hanging out and you weren't able to have sex. And this was not covered as part of your health care. There'd literally be war. Okay. So this is such an important part of health. And I don't even, I I've said this to you both before. I don't even like the term femtech because I love my kids and men want to have kids too. Right. And, Men want to love their kids, and we're all human beings, and we're all in this together. But it's sort of put in this category that is thought of as second tier or third tier to core health issues. And I can't think of a more important health issue. So tell me, what, where do you want to be in three years? Three years, five-year time frame? What's the, where does this get when you succeed? And there's no doubt you will.
1: Yeah, yeah. We have, we have big dreams, Nick. But it's funny, you mentioned the term femtech. In three years, we've transcended the word femtech. And there's, there's reasons to use that. We are frustrated by it. First of all, not everyone with a vagina identifies as female or feminine. Right. Um, that's why we say pregnant people, right. birthing people. And we've gotten tons of flack for that, which is just ridiculous. Um, but, you know, really, in three years, we are a destination for femtech. We are technology support and services for your family. We're already moving into that space as we start to offer Ruth Health as a benefit through employers, yes. right? We were shocked to find out that a two-state company with 80% male employees wanted to offer Ruth Health as a yes. benefit for those employees. That's not femtech, right? Yeah. Because it's actually male employees. Yes who are engaging our services, and then offering it to a spouse, a partner, a dependent. Um, So we'll go beyond postpartum. We'll be in in prenatal. Um, We may even be in pediatrics, but we really plan to use the next two years to scale evidence-based care, and then to start impacting the factors that result in maternal mortality and severe maternal morbidity. Right. So gestational diabetes, uh, using centering pregnancy as a methodology, um, starting to use care biometric matching. tracking, and then, yeah, we're care really about, excited about care matching.
0: Right. Um, well, look, here. here's what I will say, um, uh, and I will ask you a last question, right, and then a short answer to a last question. Um, and if you don't want to answer, because it is a political question um, in nature, but you're strong, powerful people, and and I will certainly give my answer uh, to this after you both do, uh, does Roe get overturned next year? Does the Supreme <laughs> Court overturn Roe? Uh,
1: I'm really scared. This, this is a tough question, Nick. We have a, a dearly beloved advisor at Roe, so we're not going to throw her under the bus.
2: Um,
0: no, Roe Roe versus Wade, not Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade <laughs> not Roe Health. <laughs> Sorry. Health yes, oh, we yes.
1: Well, listen, we're, uh, we named Ruth Health the night that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Yeah,
0: well, that is. So you know where we I was going to ask. Yes, okay. We're in yes
2: yeah we're you know, it's, it's terrifying and so this makes us want to work even harder yes because I think the most effective are going to be the most underserved yes and we want to make Ruth Health available to the Medicaid population it's yes very very important to us and that's where we see ourselves also in three years being able to offer the service to everybody and you know there's a lot of nuances in it but we're the United Healthcare yeah. powered by Techstars Accelerator for this particular yep. reason is to access larger patient populations because Roe v. Wade if that gets that's going to really just affect people who are on Medicaid and, you know, over 50% of
0: birth. Yes. Yes. They, they absolutely are. And here's what I'll say on this question. And then we'll wind up, which is, I actually think uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, it will survive these current two challenges, the Texas and the, I think it's Mississippi challenges. I actually watched some of the arguments. I think we're going to be okay, but it shouldn't have to come to this. And, There is no such, and I love the term fam tech, you should trademark it, right? You should, because it will be a thing. It's
1: it's not original,
0: Oh, you're not. Well, so you're the first I heard it from. And I will say this to all the listeners, If you hadn't heard of Audrey and Allison, you will. They're going to be an important force in changing healthcare for the better. It's been an incredible honor to speak with both of you. You can see details about their company, and I encourage you to in the links below in the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the program, and uh, great to have you. you. Thank you. Thank
2: you.